Hello and welcome to episode two of Feeding Little Vegans with me, Kate Roberts, paediatric registered dietitian. This week, the main subject is weaning and obviously that is weaning vegan infants. The reason I'm talking about weaning this week is because I had a message from one of my Instagram followers. They were inquiring whether weaning a child onto a vegan diet would be safe because unfortunately they had had advice from healthcare professionals advising them not to. So let's begin. Weaning a baby onto a vegan diet is absolutely appropriate, as long as it's well thought out. But to be honest, weaning any baby onto any diet needs to be well thought out. So first of all, you need to make sure that they're developmentally ready. So can they sit up partially unaided? Can they hold their head up? Are they interested in food? Are they bringing their hands to their mouth? All these things are signs and need to be looked out for. If your child isn't doing these things, then it potentially isn't the time to start weaning yet. Another sign to look out for is if they have lost their tongue thrust. And that's when, if anything goes into the mouth, they push push it out with their tongue immediately. Now, I'm not going to go into modes of weaning in this podcast, or we'd be here all day. But once you start weaning and a child has progressed through some vegetables and fruit and perhaps started on cereals, then we really need to be thinking about introducing some iron into their diet. I have covered iron in posts before. There are plenty of vegan iron sources, but with every meal, there needs to be a source of vitamin C as well. So a source of iron and a source of vitamin C. And this is not just for vegan infants. This is for all infants. At each meal as well, they need to have a good source of energy. So something that's easy to eat. And those are the three main components to each meal when you've got an infant. And don't forget the division of responsibility. Parents and carers provide the food and the children decide what to eat. It's really important that as caregivers, we don't get really stressed over mealtimes because that is the main cause of fussy eating when they get older. So provide the food, give them a source of iron, a source of vitamin C and a good source of energy and let them decide what they need at that particular meal time. The special considerations for vegan children are that they need a reliable source of vitamin B12, iodine and omega-3. So starting with vitamin B12, I have written an Instagram post on this, so if you need a bit more information, you can refer to that. For weaning age, they only need about 0.3 to 0.5 micrograms a day. Um, And if you think that nutritional yeast has 2.2 micrograms per 5 grams, it's not not that much. And um, 
also foods such as um, plant-based margarine, plant-based cheese and most of the plant-based milks are all fortified with vitamin B12. So I think vitamin B12 is one of those things that perhaps keep at the back of your mind. Just make sure every so often that you tot up what your child and you are having per day. But really, it's fairly easy to meet the requirements. Iodine is another one of the nutrients that needs special consideration on a vegan diet. And um, thankfully, it is now being added to more plant-based milks than it was. So the whole Asda range and Oatly, um, they fortify all their milk products, which does make life a lot easier because cow's milk is the main source in the UK diet of iodine. And by fortifying the plant-based alternatives, they're really helping us out. Breastfed infants will get their requirements through breast milk. However, mum has to have sufficient quantities and it's quite high. So it's at least 200 micrograms a day, if not a bit more. Um, If you look at most pregnancy supplements and um, lactation supplements, it's only about 150 micrograms. Um, So when I was breastfeeding, I did get some drops and I, I supplemented my um, diet even more because I think at the time there weren't as many plant-based milks that had iodine added to them. If your child is taking soya formula or any other formula, they do contain sufficient amounts of iodine um, if the baby is consuming more than 500 millilitres a day. Okay, on to omega-3. So, omega-3 is in walnuts, chia seeds, linseeds, rapeseed oil, those sort of foods. And those obviously are quite easy to acquire and to get into your baby's diet. However, we need the ALA, these are fatty acids, to convert into EPA and DHA. Now, this is where it gets really confusing and I've tried to explain it in my Instagram post that was a a few months ago. And unfortunately, when you eat omega-6, which is just LA, that prevents you from converting the LA a, sorry, ALA into EPA and DHA. And it is the EPA and the DHA which are the important things. So those are essential fatty acids. And that means that the body can't produce it itself. So we need to consume those. So in order to reassure yourself that you or your children are getting sufficient amounts of ALA, we have to look over to the USA because the UK don't have daily recommendations for omega-3. So according to the National Institute of Health, they have recommended that an adequate daily intake is 0.5 grams for 0 to 12 months or 1.6 grams for adults. 
So, you know, in between one year and 18 years, it goes up step by step. Now, an important thing to remember is that is in grams. A lot of supplements are in milligrams. So the supplements are a minefield. There are a lot of algae supplements on the market and um, often are labelled vegan, which is really good. However, you want one that has got EPA and DHA in, not just DHA. There's a huge range. Um, there are oils and capsules. There is a real range of um, the amount of omega-3 in them, so the amount of ALA. So some are around 300 milligrams and some are around 500. Now, bearing in mind that this is often stated in milligrams and the requirements were in grams. So we need to convert it. And this sounds really obvious, but for a while I hadn't noticed that. So I thought that the requirements were really low, but actually you had to, you know, move your decimal point. So if it's got 350 milligrams of omega-3 in, that's 0.35 grams. So that is indeed suitable on a daily basis for an, an infant, so a 0 to 12 month old. However, another however, breast milk contains all the essential omega-3 fatty acids. So if you're breastfeeding your baby, it's probably something that you don't need to worry about. It may be something that you have to think about more when you're weaning them off the breast. Um, but for mothers who aren't able to breastfeed their children, who perhaps are on soya formula or um, any other infant formulas, then you'd have to check on the formula that you're having um, to see what levels they are providing. And I think really the the important time for children um, who are vegan is probably once they're coming off the formula and coming off the breast milk. So it's perhaps not a worry at the weaning age, um, especially if you can introduce things like seeds and nuts in, in nut butters or, or powdered, then yeah, so it might be something that you need to think about when they're perhaps a little bit older. But as I said, it's worth checking the formula ingredients. And if you're a breastfeeding mum, making sure that you're consuming um, sufficient amounts of omega-3s. So for lactating women, it actually says 1.3 grams. Um, so slightly lower than the general general um, requirements. But bearing in mind that that's 1,300 milligrams. Okay, so I buy the capsules because I found them to be slightly more economical. And I tend to squeeze a capsule into each of my children's porridge or you can mix them up with yoghurt. I don't particularly find the smell that nice and I don't think it tastes that great on its own. Um, I think as adults, obviously, you can swallow a capsule and it's, it's not really an issue. But as a child, I think they would they would not like it sort of on their tongue. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Some children might be less fussy than mine. Um, so yeah, 
I hope that helps. If you've got any more questions, let me know about omega-3. Um, to be honest, every time I get a question about omega-3, my heart sinks because of the unclear guidance here in the UK and because it's so complicated and it makes my brain hurt. So that's been a bit of a whistle-stop tour of certain nutrients in the weaning diet. I haven't mentioned protein and that's because it really isn't much of a worry at this age. They should be getting enough from their breast milk or formula milk. However, if you're concerned about your infant's weight or growth, so if you feel that they're not moving up their clothes sizes as quick as you would hope, or you don't think that they are gaining weight quick enough, then I'd say that the first point of call would be your health visitor. They can review them usually pretty quickly and come out and weigh if there are any concerns. You can also ask your GP to refer you to a dietitian. So if you're planning on weaning your baby soon and onto a vegan diet, then I hope this has been helpful for you. There are a couple of brilliant guides that I mentioned in my recent Instagram post. And one is by First Steps Nutrition, and it's really comprehensive. The other is from the Vegan Society. Um, that is a wealth of knowledge. So if you have any questions, go onto their website and their dietitian, Heather Russell, has produced a lot of information. If you aren't on Instagram and you want a copy of these documents, then just drop me an email. Um, my email address is vegankidsdietitian at gmail.com and I'd be happy to email them over. And now for something a little bit more lighthearted. So this week, I'm afraid there isn't going to be a plant-based news bulletin. Mainly because there has been a lot of news this past week. What with the presidential election and the pandemic, really, you know, there may have been plant-based news, but I was a little bit swamped to notice it. So instead, I am going back to what I was talking about last week. And this was the story that Flora had changed their recipe of flora buttery to add buttermilk so it's not vegan anymore so i'm sure you have been agonizing over what to do ever since just like me does anybody hear somebody shouting first world problems yeah anyway so i've been doing a bit of work for you guys i have been trying different margarines first of all I tried pure buttery taste. Um, I could only get it in Tesco. It's £1.50 per 500 grams. And that's a similar price to the Flora Buttery in Tesco, I think, and Asda. Although in other places it's more expensive. And this was really nice. It kind of tasted a little bit like Flora Buttery, but perhaps a little bit less salty. And maybe a bit harder to spread, but it was good. I, I really liked that. 
The next one I tried was Flora Plant Butter Alternative and I tried the salted version. It was £1.80 per 250 grams, so that's quite expensive. It's over double the price of both the Flora and the Pure. And I think it really is intended for baking. And I did actually use it in my Christmas cake, actually. Um, and it seemed to be quite a good proper butter alternative. However, on bread and on toast, it really did have all the negative um sides of real butter as in it was quite hard difficult to spread didn't really melt that well and it wasn't amazing to taste either so I think unless you need something that really does have to be quite like butter for baking I'm not sure I'd buy it again the third one I tried was the naturally um, vegan alternative spread and this again is quite pricey it's £1.95 per 225 grams so that really is um, a pricey version and I had really high hopes somebody had recommended it to me and yes I I was really hopeful that this was going to be completely delicious especially considering the price had it this morning and you know it was all right um not very salty quite quite mild in taste really um but yeah I wasn't bowled over and especially considering it's £1.95 for a really tiny tub I don't think I'm going to be buying that again so folks unless I go to Tesco and get the pure buttery taste because I couldn't get it anywhere else I'm probably going to be sticking to Vitalite because I'm still, I have to say, a little bit upset with Flora. So rather than getting one of their plain margarines, I'll probably switch brands. Um, But Flora, you've still got time. You could always make the buttery version vegan again. Do you think they'll listen? No, I don't either. Thanks for listening this week. As ever, if you have any comments or questions, direct message me on Instagram or email me and I will see you next time. Bye.